This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, November 29th. Brought to you by Robble AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Almond Board CEO Westland's GM to resign. White House registers concern over rail strike. And Department of Transportation rejects livestock hauler waiver request. Almond Board CEO stepping down. Almond Board President and CEO Richard Waycott yesterday announced plans to pursue other interests at the end of 2023. During his two decades at the helm, Waycott saw the industry grow from 545,000 acres and just over a billion pounds in production to now spanning 1.6 million acres and topping 3 billion pounds. During that time, almonds had a fourfold increase in farm gate value, reaching $5 billion last year. Over the coming year, Waycott will help the search committee find a successor and ease the leadership transition. And on that note, last week, Westland's general manager, Tom Birmingham, announced plans to retire as well. Like Waycott, he served a long tenure leading the nation's largest irrigation district since the turn of the century. Birmingham's departure follows a shakeup with the district's governing board over the direction of water management. Feds prepare for more drought. The Bureau of Reclamation warned Central Valley Project contractors yesterday to plan for a fourth dry year at extremely limited water supply conditions. The agency is calling for water conservation actions that are more severe than those already in place. Remember, many farmers depended on the project for supplies received no allocations this year. Sacramento River Settlement contractors had just 14% of their water allocation, far below the 75% previously guaranteed in dry years. Now keep in mind, the Department of Water Resources will make an announcement Friday for state water project deliveries, according to staff. Last year, the department set the initial allocations at zero for the first time in history, and this year will be much the same. White House, rail strike unacceptable. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has put a bill to avoid a rail strike on the agenda after President Joe Biden called on Congress yesterday to pass legislation adopting a deal brokered by the White House. Eight of the 12 rail unions have ratified the deal, but the four that haven't cited a lack of adequate sick leave. Biden said despite his concerns over that issue, he said, quote, at this critical moment for our economy in the holiday season, we cannot let our strongly held conviction for better outcomes for workers deny workers the benefits of the bargain they reached and hurl this nation into a devastating rail freight shutdown. He said in a statement that he had been advised by Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack and other cabinet secretaries, quote, that there is no path to resolve the dispute at the bargaining table and have have recommended that we seek congressional action. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. We'll have more Agripulse Daybreak West 
after this. When you work with Robo Agra Finance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Robo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Pressure bills for congressional action. President Biden's call to action came the same day more than 400 business groups sent a letter to House and Senate leaders calling for them to step in if necessary to prevent the rail workers from striking. The coalition of groups, including the American Farm Bureau Federation, the National Grain and Feed Association, and other agriculture interests, said a strike would disrupt the transportation of 6,300 food and farm products per day and halt deliveries of chemicals like chlorine used for wastewater treatment. A voluntary agreement with the four holdout unions is the best outcome, they said, but urged Congress to act in the absence of that. Many businesses will see the impacts of a national rail strike well before December 9th through service disruptions and other impacts potentially as early as December 5th, the groups wrote. Hours of service waiver request shot down by Transportation Department. Livestock groups have lost their long-running bid for an exemption from federal requirements that limit the hours drivers can haul animals. The groups, including the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and others representing beekeepers and aquaculture operations, had sought further exemptions from the Transportation Department's time limits for livestock haulers. The Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration already exempts livestock haulers from hours of service requirements when they drive within a 150-mile air radius from the source. The group said some longer trips cannot be completed within the 11 or 14 hours as required by the current rules. But the agency said the group's proposed fatigue risk management system would not replace the safety benefits of compliance with the hours of service regulations. NCBA's Kent Back has said the group would look to Congress for relief from the HOS limits as it has in the past. NCBA will continue urging congressional leaders to support expanded hours of service flexibility for livestock callers so they can continue making their critical deliveries, he said. Objecting to the request made about three years ago was the Iowa Motor Truck Association, the National Transportation Safety Board, Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance, Truckload Carriers Association, and the Animal Welfare Institute. Dozens of groups urge Senate to confirm top ag trade nominees. More than 50 American farm groups are uniting for a last push in 2022 to get the Senate to confirm two key ag officials nominated months ago, according to Farmers for Free Trade. The American Farm Bureau Federation, the National Pork Producers Council, American Soybean Association, U.S. Dairy Export Council, and many other major groups are joining this week to write the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell 
urging confirmation of Doug McCallop to be the U.S. Trade Representative's chief ag negotiator and Alexis Taylor to be USDA's next trade undersecretary. Despite unanimous support by the committees and widespread and bipartisan support, the Senate has yet to confirm these highly skilled candidates, they say in their letter. Time is of the essence to confirm these nominees. American agriculture needs experienced leaders representing us in international negotiations. We urge the U.S. Senate to confirm Doug McCallum and Alexis Taylor by the end of this year and appreciate your assistance with this critical matter. Finally, here's today's She Said It. Thank you to all Californians for stepping up conservation efforts. That Department of Water Resources Director Carla Nemeth in releasing a report detailing urban water conservation. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, November 29th. Brought to you by Bravo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West... I'm Jeff Daly.